Blog Talk Radio.
Yes, we are celebrating. Yes, indeed. And you are right because we are tuned to the cricket show. It's not a mistake. We are on early. Why? Because we're going to be making way for the panelists and listeners to hear the and see the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is there. Just want to say welcome to all of you, wherever you may be. We wish you well, wherever you may be. And you are tuned to the Cricket Show. You can reach us each and every Sunday from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight we are having a special early show to accommodate the Super Bowl. Our listeners and our panelists will enjoy that event. We just want to thank you for coming on with us early and hope that you'll have a wonderful show. We intend to have a great show. Before much ado, I'll just give the show its blessings and we introduce our panelists and go right ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We thank you for your giving us another opportunity to have another show, and we hope you let it go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray for the ones who have made it possible through their contributions and their moral support, Lord. We thank you for everything you have done for us and pray that you will continue to bless us as long as we wish to take this show onward. We pray also for the ones who are sick. We hope that they are well. Namely, Natuba Patel, David Christian, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter Lisa, Bobsy and Murchis Nisbet. We just hope that you just touch their bodies, Lord. Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, as well as El Comito Willett, Dr. Roger Brown, Wentworth, Gorbrand, Talbert and Jane Francis, as well as Sharon Francis, as well, all my little relatives. We prayed also for Dennis Kelman, Joseph Guntrup, Mona Daniel, Dr. Eugene Francis, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, and Brother Linford McKenzie, a panelist of ours. We pray for all those who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We pray you just touch their bodies and hope that they will continue to be blessed and strengthened by you. And all who have some concerns, Lord, that are really pressing on their hearts and minds, Lord, we just pray that you just touch them, heal them from the crown of their head to the bottom of their feet. Lord, we thank you most preciously for what you have done for us over the years and pray you just continue to bless this show. In your precious name we pray. Amen. And without any further ado, let me introduce the ones who help us to make this show each and every Sunday, and especially our dear friend over there in London, England, Hyacinth. Hyacinth, come on in. The last Hello, will be the first. Hello, <laughs> good evening. Oh. Good Hi, evening. Everyone. Hi, yes, everyone. Good evening. Come on in. Okay. Hello, good evening. It's good to be on the show tonight. Oh, I was having a little nap, and then I realized it's oh. 8 o'clock. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Anyway, we're going to have a wonderful show. I'm looking forward to what we have on tonight's show. So, good. Hello, everyone, wherever you are. And hope you enjoy the show as much as I will. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Nice having you early, early to bed. Early to rise, right? Okay, now let's hear from Murchis. Murchis, you have a story to tell. Come on in, give us a report on my room. Not my ruby, but my Bobsy, my Bobsy. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. It's a pleasure being here. 
early. Um, you know, it's football season, so we're going to be hanging in there for later for the football game. But in, for now, it's cricket, cricket, cricket. Cricket in here. And how about so, you, Donna? Or did you? Hello. Much Good evening you? to everyone. Good evening, Good evening to Patrick, to Dennis. Hi. Thank you, go Donna. Everyone. Go ahead, go ahead, Donna. Hi, everyone. Hi, Donna. Yes, good evening. And I look forward to a show tonight. I'm traveling in case you hear any oh. noises. Okay? I understand. All right. Yes, indeed. Okay, now for you, Dennis. Yes. Well, hello and welcome to all our listeners, regardless of which team you are supporting today in the Super Bowl <laughs> final. We appreciate your setting the mood, starting the day, starting the afternoon with us here on the Cricket Show. When we're done on the Cricket Show, let's go on and cheer on for our team. This is the Cricket Indeed. Show at com forward slash the Cricket Show. You can call us uh, to guess, uh, your views at one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero, or just send us an email to the cricket show at comcast dot net. That's your reminder. And um, we have our brother early to bed. He is Jatin. Jatin, before you come in, let me break one news because. Shama Joseph has obtained a contract with the Lucknow Super Giants over there in, in India. Shama Joseph, the West Indies Pacer, has been named as a replacement for Mark Wood in the Lucknow Super Giants squad for the upcoming India Premier League. Just like I said earlier, and my words came through. So why don't you take it away, Dennis? It's almost 15 minutes to the after the hour. So at this time, we normally have the coach's corner. Go right on, Dennis. Thank oh, you, just before uh, I go, let me tell the folks. Wait, just let me tell the folks who are playing this evening. So because at the end of it all, we're going to be having having a contest to see who gets the right team. Tonight we'll have San Francisco 49ers. And they have won 12 matches in the regular season to five, losing five. And they'll be taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. They are 11 and six. And of course, they are, to me, that's my team. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. And those of you who have an option to choose the San Francisco 49ers. So at the end of the show, we will be asking the folks to tell us their pick. So right over to you, Dennis. Thank you there, Leon. The Cricket Show USA, the Cricket Hall of Fame USA, and the American Cricket Education Council, ACEC, is pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the Coach's Corner. The objective of the Coach's Corner is to provide coaching, education, and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket, nationally and internationally. The segment of the Coach's Corner 
will run from 6.15 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will feature Jatin Patel, Hall of Famer and multi-sport coach, administrator and director of the Cricket Hall of Fame. Good afternoon to you, Coach, and uh, welcome to another edition of the Coach's Corner on the Cricket Show. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Coach. All right. Thank you. The uh, Today's topic we're going to be dealing with is what does it take to be a professional player? What does it take to be a professional player? Currently, approximately 180 under-19 young men players are or have been participating in the ICC World Cup in South Africa. What percentage or roughly how many of that 180 youngsters will eventually graduate to become professional players, in your opinion? It's very hard to tell, but if you analyze their uh, uh, character, we call it, means the player itself, then it can be predicted that roughly about 10 to 15 percent going to make it to the professional there are a lot of players starts really well at the beginning of the tournament but this is a long tournament and by the time you reach the final you can see how many has the downfall especially for the team india today they were doing all great betting was too good until they see the real challenge on a bouncy track today on the other side australia survive and maintain that performance and today was the time when they put that highest score of any under 19 world cups at icc events and that was good enough to put a huge pressure on india while batting first and then bowlers did well they had a plan to do it and take care of the business but from the outside, for any coach's mindset, or I can say when the coaches look at these all players, it does not mean that they played the U19 World Cup, means there is an automatic uh, promotion to the next level, which will be playing for senior team in uh, national team. So what a few things the coaches normally consider to be a label someone as a potential player or the future star. So in that sense, I can give some insight. So the quality of player usually uh, judged by the three different things. We call it the three C. The first of them is definitely the courage, which is uh, ability to do well over the difficulties. Then their conviction means their belief with the declarations, what they want to do. And top of that, the commitment, which is the pledge or the dedication, what they want to achieve. Now, this one can happen only if the other criteria, we call it the five Ds. The five Ds stands with the first thing is the desire, the strong wish for want, what they really want to do. After that, 
you need to have devotion, means the loyalty to achieve that desire, to stay with it. And then you need to have a dedication, which is called a commitment uh, to work on that. And then it definitely requires determination to achieve the goal with the strong discipline. So these are the three C's and five D's. Are We call it the gauge where you can judge a particular player to see how far they are going to excel. Are they going to be next level? Are they potential to carry on what they're doing today under the 19 age? And so on. So it's like, as I said, I'm still roughly can guess like 10 to 15% out of these 180 players we have seen. We will see them in international cricket because every team has at least one or two talented coachable player. When I say coachable player is as I explained the criteria. They have those credentials or the capacity they want to go to the next level and those are the players are definitely going to make the next level. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate that. So, Coach, many young players are enrolling in cricket academies worldwide. At these early age, can coaches accurately predict the players who will eventually develop into a professional category? Well, there are more than 10,000 academies, if you have to roughly gauge. Every city and country has these private academies or youth programs or uh, the youth group who are doing something. But the top of that, it all depends on who is coaching them. The majority of the youth programs and uh, activities we see is run by the parents. And then there are some professional academies where you can see the paid coaches with the high caliber or we can say adequate coaches out there. And in that particular system, we can expect that some coaches can make a, a strong statement on some of the players when they see those character qualities, we call it. So that's the one good thing to have it. But at the same time, uh, there are coaches. I know the couple of them in India who did this job uh, without academy or without certification or without proper coaching uh, credentials or education. What they were good at it is to understand the player very well. They used to get into their player's shoes or head and that is where succeed. One of them is a late uh, Tarak Sinha. He was a school teacher who did not make the first class cricket and decided to help the others. And he was looking at the quality of the character itself instead of looking at the player with the technical skills and technical part of the game. And eventually he produced almost 100 first class and international players in his Delhi Academy. Even today's Virat Kohli, Asis Nera, and plenty of others are coming from his academy. So this academy has a value. It can definitely impact. It depends on how they are running and who are involved in the training. It's not 
everyone can be a good coach or every coach is talented coach there is a difference and at the same time the players criteria and characteristics are also are important so in that sense it's a rather than taking chance without academy or youth program i would suggest everyone must enroll because that's a learning process all right coach well um what is it that coaches look for when evaluating potential professional players the first thing is definitely the character itself that is the key thing where this to see how much desire they carry right how much they discipline how much they are devotional to that activities they do for the cricket and so far it's a base where the coach can judge how good they are to keep the interest to play cricket and at the same time they usually look into the second factor is how they are taking cricket as an important part of their life in terms of improving or learning and when you see that you can blend all those characteristics or criteria to be a good character or a player we call it coachable player and when you have coachable player is the one is a highly potential to go to the next level because this is the player differentiate on her or himself compared to many others around him or her so that's how the coaches make difference and then coaches the quality good coach or expert coach coaches are usually pay more attention to the coachable players and give them the extra help they need to excel to the next level that does not mean they do not care or give attention to the other players but there will be a little bit uh, i call it the favoritism is there you are helping certain player to see because they are doing really well and you know how you have coach also carry the confidence in a player if they wants to do something with the player they carry the confidence like the player will try to learn or improve their performance and that is the biggest thing to see where we take this player not all players are willing to do the same uh, job with the commitment and that is what coaches look for thank you coach let's uh, see if anyone on the panel has any question for you before i proceed are you listening me, on any questions? i do i do yes yes go ahead yeah coach there are many players who excel in the in the um on the 19 stages of their cricketing career and one would sometimes tend to believe that they'll go on to excel example a case in question was hetmine my view was a very good captain he did not pursue that career and um, he went on to more or less establish himself more as an uh, t20 player instead of an all around cricketer what what do you think would be the main reason preventing from going on to be a, an excellent captain or a good cricketer well there are so many things out there but the first thing first we have to understand the human growth when we say character of the player it can change 
based on the body their maturity uh in the simplest way to explain we may have seen a lot of young kids doing really well in a grades in a school at young age and when they grow up when go to the college or higher education they do not maintain that grade level means they falling off at the same time there are kids who don't do good during the school days they may be average but when they mature and go to the college and beyond you see the change they are serious in the business and they are really doing the well so what here can say is the things can change based on the age and that is the direct the impact on the player's performance as well as the player's uh, uh, expectation sometimes they come along really well to do certain things and eventually they turn into the something we have plenty of example if you take the sachin tendulkar he wanted to be a medium pace bowler did not happen mm-hmm. he turned into a batsman and become a slow spin bowler right means cutters and variations mm-hmm. he used to bowl both so that that change comes and i have few friends including myself we all started as a opening bowler means we used to sprint 26 to 30 yards and just bowl as fast as we can but by by the time the age is catching up we decided to do the short and run up and started doing little bit quick quarters and little bit uh, uh, fast spin bowling kind of thing so what what happens here is whatever we see in under 19 age it can go either direction the potential and good coachable players are about to make next level which is much better than what they are doing in under 19 but there will be some downfall where the people what we see or what the caliber they showing us at the under 19 they may not continue to go to the next level or the same level and that usually happens the biggest challenge when you give this example of the leadership leadership is a completely uh, different uh, psychological impact on any player to explain uh, simplest mm-hmm. way i will say first you are a player you have your own expectation and things you like to do and love to do in place but at the same time as a player you are working with the team so when you are at the player you have uh, your role in the team you know your responsibility in the team and you trying to contribute their way but all of a sudden when these roles and responsibility being increased because now you are a leader of the team means you are dealing with the other 10 players on the field and also mm-hmm. have to think about the game tactics right game situation game planning and so on so over here what happens is this is the key factor some players can take these additional roles and responsibility and do well under pressure under pressure means now you are responsible multiple things here not just one thing as a player and because of that your performance can be affected and that usually happens and because of that there are plenty of examples out there in international cricket that the good batsman or good bowler may not be a good leader 
national team may try to put them giving them the captaincy but eventually it will not be a fruitful it may not be enjoyable to the player and the player finally decides hey i don't want to be a captain i better stay as a player and it's happening almost every part of the cricket in around the world we have seen plenty of examples where the legend takes the captaincy but after series or two says no i better stay as a player that's what i enjoy right so this this thing can change because of the many factors i will say but the most likely as i said there are i will say one third player from the under 19 stage are expected to do well and go further where two third of the player may drop out or change from the performance caliber what they have in u19 All right. Thank, Thank you, you coach. coach. Uh, any other questions? I know we have Brother Virgil. Virgil, are you Simon? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, no, I'm any? here listening. I don't have a question All yet. Right. Thank you. And coach. Simon is on as well. Yes, and hi to you, Simon. Welcome. Ah, uh, thank you very much, and good evening to all of you. Hope everyone had a wonderful week last week. Hoping for a much better week this week. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> Let let's uh, mo- let's move forward. Coach, what qualities and behavioral pattern or signs does a coach look for in a cricket professional? Well, nowadays with this T20, there's a lot of things has been uh, in extra consideration. I give you the basic core qualities of the characteristics which is uh, demand for to be a good player. but beyond that when you playing for the team at different level different competition different stage or different location and those takes little bit uh, extra and in that sense there are few other things that comes in a place the most likely is how capable you are being as a team player that includes the required uh, we call it the communication with the teammates required uh, maturity you need to understand the team's uh, philosophy and the planning and then how you execute your skills and tactics which can help your own performance as well as team performance and so on the biggest challenge for the players to at the professional level is is this a championship contender player now to understand this championship contender means any good player can win the game for you because of their own performance but in order to win the championship you need to have a team means multiple players who can be perform on a needed basis sometimes on odd situation sometimes when it's badly needed but those are the qualities they have to look into so what the championship team building process suggests is the all players you have in a team need to have common goal that is the key number 2 is their commitment to achieve that common goal and then you have to look into a character side is most likely it's called a communication side 
with the others number 2 the complementary roles means you are a part of the team you cannot be a successful or the best performer all the time but when the other teammates are doing well how you complement that performance or when someone else is on down and they are not doing well how you taking yourself to say hey don't worry you got bad day i will definitely take care of your role so that's the kind of complimentary roles helps to teammates rather than blaming them or putting down mentally or psychology this is the where you can improve the team the constructive conflict is not about blaming is not about criticizing when something goes wrong is need to be in a constructive conflict means if somebody has ball really bad then i will not say like hey you're too bad today and because of you we're going to lose no we know that our player is good he could have bowled well but it's just a one bad day or maybe a one bad over so to overcome with it how you can come out with the constructive conflict how you motivate him how you inspire him to get back into the game and do well to his capabilities and to his abilities and those are the biggest challenges and then you have to see the cohesion means uh, team chemistry team bonding how you are get along with everybody else right so those are the factors the coaches usually look at it how good you are to be in a professional ring especially in a today's world when you look at the t20 abroad you have players from maybe six or eight different countries you may have coaching start coming from different countries you are all of a sudden part of the one team and how to develop a team plan to deal game by game and there the coaches expect these qualities in you and at the same time if the players are good enough to be a championship contender team as a good character then it can be definitely work out but the coaches usually look into this situation they usually look for the weakness and deficit in the team like who is not able to get going who is having issue where they are not performing and they usually take little bit extra effort to bring this player into a team environment and that's how these coaches work around to make the professional or championship teams thank you coach coach does a player excel professionally due to height weight or other physical appearance the most likely these are the physical uh what i call uh, uh description of the body in terms of the size age weight all these things but the biggest challenge is their mental fitness strength and weaknesses if they can improve their mental strength means they are good at mental strength and skills then it can definitely make a impact is not about size weight or height it's all about their mental strength so what role is any oh you've just answered that question i was about to ask what role does mental and physical psychological uh, factors have in the professional players uh, any more to add to that because you you just dropped into that question 
it's all about preparing for challenges even in the game there will be hardship there are hurdles and there will be the difficult situation comes so to overcome with it or to cope with it you must carry the mental strength you need so you can do well or perform under the pressure or under the bad situation and that is one it comes from the experience more you involve more you play games or more you been to this kind of practices or the game environment then you are able to do with it and that is how these professional players are nowadays prepare themselves it's not about who they play with whom they play against whom they play it's all about them what they can do the best possible way to help their performance and so does the team's outcome and that is how these professional players keep developing because they work with the other players and they usually understand the roles and responsibility in the team as well as they know when to take leadership role or when to take the followership role during the game just to help the team and because of that it is kind of a completely different situation where coaches can judge the player how good or how capable you are as a part of this team oh thank you so much coach leon any follow up question from you yes let me are you hear me you hear me yes okay. yes yes yeah are you hear me yeah okay yes. uh, coach do you think do you think that the icc or the various various boards are doing enough to develop their youngsters well they are doing their best way they can it's only answer for that that does not mean we have the huge uh, cricket fraternity around the world we are looking at 3 billion plus people either are fans or playing cricket or watching cricket and if you look at that volume it's impossible to keep each and every one happy in the first place number 2 it will be very hard to work around and help each and every player out there just take the usa as example we have 100000 plus schools and colleges in this country unfortunately even someone decide to go nationwide program or something we don't have that much coaches who can go to the nearby school and college and help them to learn this game or improve this game or keep continue playing this game so the challenge is there because of the insufficient uh, budget as always you might have heard every time that they don't have enough money to do it and the second part is always the manpower you need to fulfill those uh, desires and because of that icc is doing its best and i will not blame any board out there in the cricket world all borders their own way within the budget and within their limitations and because of that we may not see what we really expecting or really wants to see is these are the two different things is need to be go based on the reality where two factors are important the available budget and available manpower to expand or promote this game what we look at is it's other way around 
why everybody is not involved, why everything is not nationwide. It's easy to say, mm-hmm. but the challenges are there, and it's impossible that can be uh-huh. ever happen in our lifetime, I will say, because we don't have that many people or individuals who can make a commitment to help the youngsters to learn this game. Now, Coach, let me just expand a little bit with your permission, Dennis, because what I was looking at, um, the ICC setting up a ICC cricket university where every, every uh, from among those cricketers who are playing in this under-19 tournament, not everybody's going to be a captain, not, not everyone going to make it to their upper level, but there's room for players to be commentators, umpires, cricket administration. And if ICC were to have a university that all such players are, every two years you, you, you get a batch of players coming out of the university and put them in a new, uh, coming out of the World Cup, you put them into the university and develop them to make a, a better life. I think it will go well for for cricketers. You may not be a good cricketer, but you may come out to be a good administrator. You may come out to be an umpire, good umpire, commentator, or so many things that a player can can do, um, but don't have the means to do it. Well, that's not the responsibility of the ICC. It has to be a responsibility for many other resources we have around the world. Every country is different. Every country has a different resources. Every country has a different options to train people. And we have to live with it. ICC does have this uh, uh, wing in their umbrella. It's called ICC Academy. It does uh, some sort of training, and now they started doing online trainings for coaches, empires, uh, curators, and many other things. But the option you're looking for is definitely beyond the ICC's capabilities because these are not supposed to be the coming from the single university globally. It needs to be from multi-platforms uh, or multi-resources. If I have to give you the example of India, there are not much about ICC-level certifications. Anyone can get it if they can go to Dubai, which is about three to four-hour flight from India. But within India, if you look at it, the majority of the coaching and empowering is done by the BCCI. And then mm-hmm. we have this another alternative in the country, including about four private uh, certification uh, academies out there who give the credentials or training to the new coaches and empires like that. So this, this uh, we have a long way to go on this one. But I will say... The options is not supposed to be a burden of ICC. It's supposed to be the cricket fraternity and people. For example, in India, I can see there are multiple uh, senior empires who are retired running some tutorials and classes to help the other empires. Now, Mm -hmm. even they are not recognized, certified, or big names, it is helping the game to produce the new empire. And that is supposed to be, because you cannot rely on just one resource or the one entity. It needs to be multiple as an alternative, so the people can take advantage. 
Okay. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Coach, once a player has reached a certain professional standard, can they still respond to coaching, and should coaching remain standard for the five, ten-year-old, ten-year professionals? Well, first we have to differentiate between coaching and mentoring. Coaching is more about training a person at the young age, where mentoring is a completely different side to the mature players. So when someone reaches the international level, the coaching is there, but in terms of mentoring, where more of a giving them the help they need to fix the problem or to improve the performance. There is uh, no room to learn something new at that age, but there are absolutely always possible to improve the performance. And that is where this coach mentoring comes in a place. And the good players at any level, I will say, they are the one respond to that protocol. Means they do reflect and they do ask the coaches what they can do better, how they can improve. And they keep continue learning process. While they are on learning process, they never relieve or let it go. The basics, because basics are the one you want to stick with it. You don't want to compromise the basic skills. But how you can apply those basic skills under different situations, including the pressure, it's the biggest challenge. And the biggest thing can happen if you keep continue with the coaching at all ages. All right. Thank you, Coach. Now, as a, when a young player graduates to become a professional coach, what does this professional young player have to do to maintain the stature of a genuine professional? You mean in terms of the coaching? Uh, well, what I mean, he's now graduated from being, say, a under-19 star, and he's signed a professional contract. But in order to be considered a professional, he has to do some something, some action he has to take, something he has to do to maintain that stature as a professional. What, what exactly does he have to do? Definitely. It's a process. It's the most difficult to reach there. And once you reach their destination or the higher level, it becomes more difficult to stay or maintain that level. Means you have to keep continue what you have done so far while you keep continue to improve to stay in that status. Because even you reach at the professional level does not mean that you're gonna sustain all the time. Unless you find a way to stay sustained means the difficult time will come. For example, let's say if someone is growing up under 19 today, whatever the ballers you see, it's the one to your age. But five years down the road, you might see a new baller who may be better than Bumbra and Malinga. You never know. And to take that challenge or sustain at professional level, you should find a way to learn to deal with those ballers. And same thing with the bowling side. They are dealing with the batsmen. So it's a, they need to keep continue learning for sure. 
they need to keep continue to find a way to improve and uh, sustain their status to make sure they are putting the performance on a consistent basis if it can do it then they can survive a long time okay thank you coach let me just pause for a moment to communicate with leon that uh, we've lost uh, virgil and perhaps uh, we're having some problems with donna's uh, line so maybe we can just move uh, donna okay. and bring her back here, please coach, okay good go ahead yeah coach some professional players in their prime fail to produce consistently. Is it possible to identify the cause and, of course, the cure for these professionals? Yes. It's usually a lot of time as to how they prepare mentally. And number two, the most likely is a tactical adjustment is the what is needed. For example, if you are getting out against the laptop quick when he is bowling over the wicket, and if you are a right-handed batsman, and if you are getting out because either you are not coming in line or chasing the ball which is moving away from you, means you have to make some adjustment. You have to work with the coaches or the people who you know that how to deal with it. Because there is a something you are not able to do it right, and because of that, you are getting lower performance or you are not putting the performance you expect. So those are the adjustments are always needed. And to be honest, the coaches, senior, experienced, and expert players are always able to help those situations so you can keep continue performing. Thank you, Coach. Um, we seem to have a call coming in. I'm not sure if it's here or in the studio, but let me see if I can, um, Leon, take care of that. Yeah, Coach, yeah. we're getting close. Mm -hmm. They are, as a professional player, based on what we've just heard, does the achievement signal that the player can modify, change, or ignore the required training and conditioning of the early developing years. It always goes at the next level. When you go to the next level or when you're going up in a maturity, your everything you do, that includes the training, fitness, nutrition, everything needs to be the next level. And the process is, we call it always, gradual incremental process. Means you have to keep update yourself, stay fit. It's the one thing, but improve your fitness need to be considered every time you do training and so on. So this is like an ongoing process and they have to keep continue doing what they do, but at the same time, to get better, you may have to work hard or do something different or in addition to what you normally do. Okay. So one final question before we wrap this session up, Coach, and the question is this. 
There are many cricket-playing nations around the world. Can you say with certainty that professional players from different nationality display their professionalism in a different manner? Oh, absolutely. I love this question. Now, these things depend on the three things. The key things are basically the culture they are coming from, right? The custom they are coming from. That includes the religious and other uh, proceedings they do under that uh, uh, community, we call it. And the third one is definitely their interest. The bottom line is when you say the professional player coming from different countries, how they behave or how they do, it's a how they train, how they understand their own culture. The bottom line is how you can be a good sportsman and how you are able to respect others. And that is the fine line to show the professionalism of the player. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Coach. Uh, one point that you made that I think we can take away with us, you know, in our memory bank and one of the benefits of a good coach I understood from your discussion today is that technically you can, as a coach, take an eager and exciting player and turn that player into a dedicated professional. Did I get that message correctly? That or? is correct. That is right. correct. That sounds good. So, Coach, thank you so much once again for, um, you know, joining us today. Thank you for your insights, your knowledge and experience. We invite you to join us again next week at the same time right here on the Cricket Show. Well, perhaps I shouldn't say the same time because next week we will return to our regular uh, 6 p.m. start time. There is no doubt that Coach Patel have answers to the questions you have been asking. The question that says, how did he do that or why did he do that? Maybe you will say, I am going to do that next time. Once again, thank you so much, Coach, and we look forward to our next session on right here on the Cricket Show. Thank you, all. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Coach, thank you so much. And just want to inform the panelists that Audley would not be with us this evening. He has to work. And, um, of course, we are going to have the birthday hour and uh, just take this time also for you to tell us which team are you voting for? Would it be would it be the Niners or the <laughs> Kansas City? Tell us which one. But I, firstly, let us hear of the birthdays. Okay. Hear a little bit. A little bit to the birthday hour. significant occasion you want to mention with us? And a very good evening to you. And, um, evening. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. We everyone hope everyone is safe. Have a wonderful week. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just wanted to ask a question. Is it time for question time or later? No, it's time for you to tell us about the activities that are, you're celebrating. 
whether it's a birthday, anniversary, or something of any importance. And then we'll go back to that in a, in a, in a jiffy. No, well, I have nothing go today. Go right ahead, Simon. No, nothing I have today. no birthdays or anniversary today. Nothing today. Okay, okay. Hyson, do you have any? No, not really. Not this week. Not okay. And no. Donna, you have one? Leon, uh, Donna's having some technical issues. I will try to sort oh. that out if you bear with me. Okay. I will be in the mm. back room. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. Uh, Virgil, do you? Uh, Virgil is off too? Okay, let's see. If, no, no, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, yes, Virgil, sir. you have a birthday. I just want to mention a young chap yeah. that you, that you, I don't know if he has a chance to see his picture. He's bold in front, right up in front of our uh, flash board. Did you mention it to no. him, if you do? No. And he got no, a little web page to see his picture being posted on our, our web page. Okay, I'll, any I'll definitely do that. Yeah, um, about 40 years ago, I saw my grandfather, I think 40 years ago, I saw my grandfather for the first time, six oh. months after he's dead. That, that is Glenn Francis. And I also saw my aunt that time, about 40 years ago. This year, I saw her after 40 years. This is the second time I saw her that was when I was in Antigua, because most of them did not know me. Exist. They did not know me. And she celebrated, mm. she celebrated her... Um, was that 79th birthday? I think it was 79th birthday yesterday. So, Glenneth mm. Francis, I just want to tell you a happy, happy, happy birthday. And I wish you many, many more to come. So, it was nice for me to see, because on my father's side, most of them did not know me. They did not know nothing about me. Only one on two. So, I get to meet a lot of them, a couple of them on the ear, and then I saw some of them in person because they really wanted to meet me. So when I was going in Antigua, I get to see them. So uh, she was one of oh, them, man. and that's the second time I saw her, so I just want to tell her happy, happy, happy birthday. Okay. I think, I think, I think, Dennis, you have gotten on, uh, Donna, I, have you? Donna. Oh, yes, yes. thank you. Yes, Donna. Yeah, and Donna, Donna, why don't you share? Well, then, okay, I should, should ask the guys, who are they? Rooting for. Donna, why don't you come in and share your birthdays with us, anniversary? Um, do I have anything this week? I'm not home, so I'm, I don't have my list with me. So. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> head, your head. <laughs> Who do I have? Okay, well, you hear you. Valentine's. We have Valentine's this oh, week. Oh, yes, haven't we? So yeah, happy you can wish everybody happy Valentine's. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and you. while you're on, Donna, would you tell us whether you are going for San Francisco 49ers or Kansas City Chiefs? I know nothing about those teams, but... <laughs> Make a wild guess. I'll, I'll go with the Chiefs. As Virgil would say, I'm voting for the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're, up, you're absolutely right to me because I do not know nothing about football and I'm going by my friend to watch it, so I told him I'm going to be on the opposite side of him today. You never see me back, back the opposite one. <laughs> you do like me, Virgil. Go, go for the food. You know, the food is always a plenty. Well, believe you, right now I'm really hungry, so I'm waiting for the time to come for the food. 
Dennis, Dennis, come on in. Tell us something that you wish to tell us. Put on. Yeah, go ahead. Birthday wife. It's my sister-in-law's birthday today. Her name is Caroline, and she's up there in Hartford, Connecticut. Caroline, happy birthday to my sister. Now, as far as the football, Leon, I think I will be rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. You're with me then. Okay. Actually, well, just to tell the folks, the, the folks, uh, 30 seconds of commercial is going for how much? Can anybody guess? 30 seconds commercial, commercial is going for how much? $70 million. How hmm. much? What? $70 million. Really? No. No, you're too high, Dennis. $70? That's what, that's what I read. No, where? Tell us. Tell us what you read. Six million dollars for thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah. Six million dollars for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some cheap spots, two hundred, two hundred thousand. They have some cheap spots for two hundred thousand. All right. But you know, Leon, I think yeah. I, I read somewhere that uh, there were. Somewhere in the region of 151 million viewers last year. I believe my number well, is correct. Yes. It was an enormous amount of viewers uh, for the Super Bowl last year. So it's a very popular, popular sport around the world. Yeah, indeed, indeed. That, that, that that's that's <laughs> mammoth. You know, he, he it, if everybody were to send you uh, one dollar, you know how rich you would be. <laughs> Yes. And you don't know if they would, because you you haven't sent them and asked them for it, and you have a cause. So, gentlemen, it's the time that we celebrate um, a party, a real party. Whether you lose or win, there's always That's some amazing. fun at this party. Anyone else has a birthday? Oh, uh, Simon, did you we hear from you? No, I have no birthdays today, no anniversary. Uh, are you going to be watching the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I, I don't understand it. I have no interest in it. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, it's a ball, it's a ball game, Simon. <laughs> I like that. Mm. Well, let, let, let's play oddly. We wish him well as he goes to work. But I'm sure he'll get time to hear the, the news about the birthday. So Let's play it all over again. Happy birthday to everybody. Anything that is significant, we wish you well. Enjoy your party, enjoy your fets. And of course, last night in Trinidad, it was the Panorama Championship, and it was such a great affair. I think tonight is the Demagrash, that is what we call the Calypso Tent, over in Trinidad, and Steve Osborne. He'll tell us all about that later on on his, on his station. So let's say happy birthday to all who are celebrating birthdays. Any significant occasion, we also share your happiness and wish you well. Here's Stevie Wonder. 
You don't have to impose nope. the firearm. Okay. No, that was my question. If you don't have you don't to enforce have... it. And uh, my other part of the question is, how many runs behind would I enforce the um, follow-on? Right. Well, it depends on the type of match, uh, game you play. If it's a limited over, four day. I'm talking about a test. You can't have, if you, 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 you can't have a, a follow-on in the T20. No, I'm talking Time about a test match. Match. Yeah, okay. It's 200 runs. Oh, four day come. Uh, 200 runs is the four-day or five-day match. I think it's 200 runs is the uh, difference where you can ask the, the, yeah. the follow-on. Okay. Part of the question, if, if my team, uh, say your team makes 400 runs, your team makes 400, and my, and my team makes 150, you tell me you want me to follow on. Could I say, no, I don't want to follow on? I want you to no. bat again. I, no, you can't. No, you can't say no. You have follow to accept. Follow-on is the one that's enforced by the team that has the higher lead. And so okay. two hundred. Yeah, that's what I wanted to clear up. If I can say I don't want to follow on, or I have to follow on if the team says it. That was my question. Yeah. You don't okay. have. You have. So I have two have questions for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's I all, got that's two questions for you. No, before, before the question, maybe you should, because I think then it's a four days. Go ahead, five go ahead. Days. But it's just five days, is, is, is 200 ones. Four days, 250? Um, no, 150. 150 for the three or four days. Um, mm. 100 ones for the two days. Uh, one and day. a one day. Yeah, one hundred seventy-five one. One hundred two days. Yes, one day match. Yeah, if you have a one day match. But seventy-five for one. Which is five. Five days. That that is two hundred one. Yeah, that's the part I wanted to clear up. If there's something in the rule book to say, I must follow on. Uh, if I'm two hundred behind or one fifty behind. Uh, I have to follow on the team says so. No, that was my question. Yeah, well, this one forfeit. If you don't think you forfeit the game, okay. if you don't follow on, you, you lose the game. Yeah. No, not necessarily. If you if you make three fifty, I make one fifty, and I go back in and make four hundred runs, I, 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 it doesn't mean I'm going to lose. No, I no, I think if you, if you still really match. No, my, my if you refuse to accept the if you refuse, I said, because mm. you can if you refuse, that means you forfeit in the match. Yeah. Okay. Mm. okay. No, I just want to know so if I can refuse I got you. I got you. Yeah, that was my question to the panel. If 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 if. Uh, if uh, this happens today, today, I think I'll drive Josie was batting, and um, the Australian felt that he was run out, and the, there was evidence to prove that he was run out. But the, the feeling side did not appeal. What, what would be the decision of... Would he... Go ahead. 
hold got four ones for something? that building. Huh? I said hold got four ones. And one of the said that the, the umpire did not hear him. He stayed for the box and appeal. And didn't hear him. But the umpire did not make any signal. Because he didn't hear no appeal. Is the, what would be this? Is he... Is, is Azari Joseph run out? No, well, if the... Um, if the umpire doesn't give me out, would not be out. Look at the game. The umpire was added to the game. Well, let me tell you other guys on the <laughs> We know you know. <laughs> but let me tell you other guys because it didn't come up in my view before. I don't know how many people have heard that in the panel. Anybody else? Oh. Okay, um, let me end, let me answer the question. Anybody has heard. I just bring it for okay. information. Mm. Let me answer. We can answer the question. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I, no, I was watching the game. Okay, <laughs> when they run, it was a close call. Nobody appealed. If I hear, I did not hear nobody. If somebody appealed for the boundary, first of all, the umpire did not hear. So the umpire went back. Even the bowler was going back to his mark. And, but they threw the ball, and the ball, when the ball hit the stump, or whatever, the ball go to the boundary. So they have to add four runs, four runs, and uh, runs to that. But nobody appealed. So the umpire went to cover up the stump, and the bowler went back to his mark. It's only when they're looking on the, um, looking on the board, when they replay, everybody started to kick up and said they appeal and what. But nobody, umpire, as I said, if somebody uh, appealed to the umpire, they were far away because the bowler did not appeal, the keeper did not appeal. Knowing the close person that the umpire couldn't hear appeal to the umpire. Can you, do, you, you, you even hear something over the, the, um, the stock mic, and the, the, the reaction of the player to them, you did not see that. Even the bowler itself, walking back to the mark, took a ball the ball again. But after they see it, everybody started to complain. Somebody has some noise in the background. Please help us. I I would like to pose a question to Ivor in his capacity as a uh, an no. umpire. Okay, because a, I had another question. Don't. Uh, uh, commentator. My my question. Mm, yeah. Is, oh yeah. Okay. Um, has he ever been in a situation like the situation you described in the T20 match last night, and in his position? Would he have automatically have given the batter out once the wicket was broken and he could see that the player was out of his crease? Ivor? Yes, if he, if he see he was out of his crease. No, I, no I'm asking Ivor if he would. Oh, oh, oh. Ivor? I don't think he's, uh, he's mm. hearing me. Okay. So uh, maybe when he comes on, we can uh, pose the question to him again. Uh, but, uh, but, but in your uh, capacity, no, you ever come no, across anything no. like that before, Dennis? You, you said as an umpire, no. you said? Wait, yeah. Yeah. Said, again? As, a, as an umpire, um, uh, Ivor, yes. you saw the situation last night in the T20. Yes. If you were the umpire, once the wicket was broken, would you have automatically put your finger up or would you have waited for an appeal? I would have waited for an appeal. Okay. For Wait. Let me let me let, let me cut back in there. First of all, the umpire could not put the finger up. Wait, 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 wait
What I'm saying, ahead, no, no, Mr. Ahead. Francis, wait, wait. What I'm saying, that mm. thing was too close that no, none of the feelers mm. think that he was out. None of the feelers think that he was out. So yeah, that, yeah. they believe that he already won party crease. Yeah, it's only yeah, when yeah. they show it back on the, the replay and they slow it down, they realize he was. So there is no umpire where they give him out like that. It's too close to the umpire to, to give somebody out like If somebody about the two feet away from that umpire, yes, give them out. But that close, the umpire yeah. could not give that person out because he couldn't see that with his own eyes so far. Virgil, Virgil, mm. as part of that explanation, when the players ask about it, the umpire said nobody appealed, which means that the umpire saw that he was out. But since no, nobody no, 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 no. I would not, no, 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 okay, no, no, no. I would not say that. He no. said nobody appealed, but normally okay. if anybody appeals, he will go to the third umpire. That's yeah, why he don't go to the third umpire. Yeah. Because you don't have yeah. to be out for the umpire your appeal and the umpire go to the third umpire. But if he was too close for the umpire to see. Yeah, but what I'm saying but is... Umpire would have never, like, but, but umpire would have never make that mistake because he didn't make himself look like a fool to make that mistake and give somebody... That's why they have the third umpire because sometimes oh. ball is further away from there and the umpire goes to the third umpire because he's not... It's so fast, he, he don't really see through his own eyes. So he's not going to take a chance. But this one was so close. He did not. He didn't. He, if somebody would appeal, he went. He wouldn't give the person out. He went upstairs. Okay. He yes. never put the thing up. He go upstairs. Virgil, Virgil, Virgil stick right there. Stay right there. Point that point. is the answer. Point. If there was an appeal, he would have gone to the television umpire. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they don't give. They don't give out for some and run out. They don't give it. They, they oh. take it upstairs right away. Even though the man's out, they take it upstairs, and I call that wasting time. So, okay. yeah, that's what would have happened. Right. He'll, he'll he'll, he'll have and, and I thought I heard the umpire saying that too, that nobody appealed. And then one guy from the, the, the outfield came up to him and said, I appeal, but the umpire didn't hear yeah, it. And he said, Mark had his hand on his head. That's all he did. Yeah, mm. that is not that, 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 And if you were the bowler did, the bowler just went back to his mark before. Just when the incident happened, the bowler just went back to his mark. Not even the bowler appealed. Yeah. Okay. And the ball so comes to the bowler again. It would have been for it. It would have been Yes. Yes. Yeah. But then, even before he, he sanctioned the bowler to resume, gentlemen, shouldn't he have also waited for that? Time that is allowed for review before he no. he sanctioned play. No, there was no to. time. There was no time for that. They, they he did not sanction. You know, he did not sanction the bowler to go back. No, the bowler already walking going back to his mark. You know, it's only when the the problem come from is when they replayed under the, the board. Everybody started mm. complain. Yeah. That's when yeah. they see. It. So then, then the guys come and say, "Yes, I appeal." And the umpire yeah. said, "No, right. nobody didn't appeal because the umpire don't set back the stump." The ball I don't have his mark. I think Virgil, your okay. your, explanation, your explanation is right on the money. That's exactly how it occurred, and uh, mm. there was no need for the umpire mm. to take any action unless they had appeal for him. There was an appeal. Or yeah. Did he uh, recognize? The, he did not recognize the appeal from the. the and and it's a good thing that he put that here. <laughs> Hey, but the, 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 the bowler and the bowler walking going back to the mark and the bowler did not even appeal. 
you. Okay. And another question that came up some weeks ago, and we didn't get the answer, and I have gotten the answer. I'm sure most of you might have gotten the answer by now. You know, why the India first-class season is classified as test matches, and the West Indies four-day championship is classified as a list day? Okay. Well, tell us. Because the wait 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 go ahead you answer the question no I don't know. no no I'm, they, I'm oh, just saying that testing no, no, the players well I, well I found out the final the answer and I'm trying to give the answer because the Indian uh-huh. Ranji Trophy matches are played over five days Wednesday oh. are played over five days it's classified oh. as test matches okay okay okay. okay. Thank you. That's useful to know. Mm-hmm. No, useful to know. So uh, that's why I bring it back here. Because we didn't know. I didn't know. And I went to find you know, out. So, but Mr. Francis, it is, it is right. It is right. Rightfully call it that, you know, because five days. Because just like we're playing one day. If you mm-hmm. play in a one day, 50 over the same, they call it when, whether who, anybody playing it. And when they play a T20, everybody call it the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understand? So All it's right. rightfully, once it's five days, it's where? It's I didn't know. That's the five days I played. Virgil, no, no, no. You give in that too quickly. I'm going to totally, totally disagree with that. 20 overs matches are classified as 20 overs. No, no, no. I mean the four. No, no. The four. No, 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 no. no, I'm making my point. I'm making my point. I'm talking about the red ball cricket. I am making. Yeah, but I'm making my point. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. You're going to play real speed stuff. Go ahead. It is not right. You, when you're playing 20 overs, domestic competition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is not the same as the same 20 overs when international teams are playing 20 overs. Those are international matches. They are T20Is because international teams are playing. Mm-hmm. So they regard it yeah. as T20 mm-hmm. international matches. So okay. those domestic, in their domestic competition playing five days should not be regarded as not test as when um, individual um, countries playing against each other. But my question is, okay, how do they consider it is a test match? Because before they have test match, they used to have four-day game, right? No, they used no, to play no, four-day game international. Virgil, Virgil, you asked the question, so don't go on yet. Test matches mm. are nations against nations. Well, I would say disagree. Not, Let's hear him. Not, mm-hmm. wait, hold on. Let us hear, not you. Domestic, Let hear you. Not domestic, not domestic teams against each other. England against Australia. That is an international international test. test. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they are listed as test matches. So, so it can be domestic. First season goes over yes. a period of five days, and they're listed as five as test matches. They would so never go okay. on uh, four hundred and one match. Four hundred and so, one. They would not eclipse Laura's record. Those are domestic matches. No, domestic. Yeah, of course it's domestic. So w- let me ask you a question. The can they said international test match and domestic test match? Yeah, then the domestic. Then I, I don't think they because of the five because no, of the five days. Because they five days. I am saying you're playing twenty over Virgil. Cornwall yeah. played a twenty over match and make two hundred runs. In the, yeah, domestic. But it was only yes, twenty yes. overs. Last night, we yes. played a 20-over match. What's the difference? 
they played two international teams played <laughs> twenty overs. So they yeah. are different. Don't let them fool yeah, you. Yeah, with the five. It, no, no, I'm saying it just the I, it just the I and the D, domestic exactly. and international. So different. Yeah. I don't care how much runs they make over there, it would not be listed as test cricket. No, 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 it I know. What I'm saying, all I can say mm-hmm. is domestic, domestic test match. If it's five yeah, days, what I can't test match. That they can say that. But the, the runs are yeah. total. The public with, with yeah. the test match business. Yeah. If that were the case, if that were the case, if we didn't have 500 or 8,000, it's going to be more domestic cricket players. And let me yeah. ask exactly. the other question again. No, yeah. the domestic the domestic ones now up with the international. Wait, Virgil, hold on. The listed matches, West Indies matches are regarded as first class matches, not listed. Listed matches when West Indies go first and class, play. Yes. Mm. When you play Colin against them, yeah, listed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the listed matches mm-hmm. when yeah. West Indies would have played in Australia in a warm-up match. That is a list A match in a warm up match. It doesn't go down at first class, it's list A. It's not. It's very, very good. Leon, um, let me interrupt yes. the, uh, the discussion and, and remind you that we are in the time frame where we should have our focus on the laws uh, segment. So, yes. okay. Uh, can we? Yeah, yeah. Can That's we okay. So let's, let's break. Mm. Mm. Yes. Go ahead. Let's take this. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Okay, focus on the laws of cricket, law 29 and 30, is uh, today being presented by um, Murtrice. Murtrice? Good afternoon, everyone. Hi. Laws of cricket. I want to say thank you to Mr. Hyacinth for, uh, what should I say? Swap. Stop. 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 Oh, no problem. Just the circumstances beyond my control, I couldn't do that. So now I'm doing it this week. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. So now we focus on the laws of cricket, law 29 and law 30. Law 29, the goal of this segment, focus on the laws of cricket series, is to give a brief review of the laws. We do not intend here to give a line-by-line statement of each law. The focus today is on Law 29. The wicket is broken. For a batter to be given out, bowled, run out, or stumped, one or both bales must be removed from the top of the wicket stump. There are several ways in which a battle may be dismissed, but for this specific law, the above are the three ways that apply. In match play, if one or both bales are removed when the cricket is stuck by the ball, the wicket is broken and the batter is given out or is dismissed. The bale bales must fall to the ground or one or more of the stumps might be knocked out of the ground. If the bale lodges in between any of the stumps and fails to reach the ground, the wicket is not considered to be broken and the batter is not out. However, if the bale lodges between two stumps 
and the third stump is fully knocked out of the ground. There is no dispute that the wicket is broken and the battle will be out. If the battle accidentally strikes the wicket, the bat, or the bat falls from the hands onto the wicket, or if an item of the batter's clothing or equipment falls and accident, accidentally breaks the wicket by full removing a bill, the batter will be given out. One exception to this is that the protective helmet worn by the batter is exempt and the battle will not be out if this should occur. Note that this latter is rare, but nonetheless, it is quite possible. Another possible occurrence is to note is that a bale may have been dislodged fully in a situation where the fielder attempted to run out a battle and the unsuccessful attempt results in one or both bales fully removed from the top of the stumps. The fielder can make a second attempt but the moves for additional runs. In this situation, the fielder has three options. First, with the ball in hand, remove the stumps completely out of the ground. Second, with the ball in hand, the fielder can fully knock the stumps from the ground with the elbow. And third, if all three stumps are fully out of the ground, the fielder may attempt to put the stumps back into the ground, then knock them over with the ball in hand. Any of the examples noted above, if successful, will result in the batter being dismissed. Note that it is the fielder's job to remake the wicket, not the umpires, who is all over wicket disturbances, must remake the wicket. During extremely windy conditions, bales may not remain on top of the stumps. Should such a condition occur, the bales may be removed during play, and it is then the umpire's decision to say when the wicket is broken. In the in current professional cricket matches, technology is employed, employed with the bales and stumps, and the result is that when the stumps are stuck, the disturbance will utterly glow. And this disturbance is immediately recognized that the wicket is broken. If the bale does not fall back in place to put the light out. That's the end of Law 29, and I'll read Law number 30, which is Batter Out of His Ground. The batter's ground is behind the popping crease when his or her bat and or person is grounded behind the line. The inside edge of the popping is behind the line, the inside edge of the popping crease. This is so for both batters at either end of the pitch. If a batter is out of his or her ground, when the delivered ball misses the bat, the keeper will gather the ball and remove the bale. The batter is liable to be given out thump. When the batters fail to reach their respective grounds while attempting to score runs and the wicket is broken, 
the battle running toward the wicked that is broken will be given out, run out. There is no double play in cricket. And once the first batter is out, the ball automatically becomes dead and play is stopped until the new batter arrives at the crease. Note that confusion may arise if the two batters end up in the same ground or both close to the same ground and neither one is behind the crease. The umpire will make the decision as to which of the two batters is out. Usually, the batter that is furthest from the popping crease line, however, in a close call, one of the batters may strategically decide to accept the decision of fa- in favor of the other batter. The decision would not be challenged. And that's the end of Law 30. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wonderfully done. You're welcome. Thank you. Great job. Any comments? Thank you. Any comments? Any questions? Okay. Well, since there are no questions. Matches, matches, question or comment? Yeah. I've heard a question. I've heard a question. I didn't hear nobody. No, I'm not going to ask a question. All questions. Yeah, but yeah. No, I'm asking. Yeah, I'm asking a question. Merchis, do you think it's time that if the ball hits the 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 the, the, the stump and the bail light, it, it it should be given up, even though it doesn't fall to the ground? If it doesn't fall to the ground, I don't think it should be out. Just the first. No, okay. okay. I'm just I'm just I'm just asking whether or not it should be introduced because. Ball hit the stump. 
the umpire intervene if the batters appeal the umpire could give them out because it's the umpire decisions then because there's not no okay, life. Okay, all right. Good answer, good answer, good answer. Can, That's can what I I'm just, asking you. Yeah, good answer. Can, can I just say something? Yes. Hello? Yes. Yeah, I'm just saying that if we think of a high jumper, he might hit the bar, but it doesn't come off. He jumps up and jumps back, come back down. So he's done it. So the bail would jump up and come back and sit back in his pocket. Exactly.
Okay, anybody so, has any questions? Any questions, concerns about the, the laws? Law 30, 29 and 30? So let's move on. Then as you witnessed a good match last night, West Indies, for the second time, well, let me just repeat, Shamad Joseph has gotten a contract with the IPL. Did you hear that, Virgil? Yeah, I heard one of the guys was talking about it. Um, he replaced somebody um, I don't know, from Australia, something like that, that couldn't make it. No, the English man he replaced. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah but trip, the trip, thing... Right, yeah, trip, 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 no, trip. Mark Wood, Mark Wood, Mark Wood. Mark Wood, okay. Yeah, Mark Wood. Any questions? Now, what series went down by, after scoring another 200 runs, went down to Australia, but what went wrong, gentlemen? Let's look for this. What went wrong again for the second time? Western is allowed to over 200 runs, and they were not um, able to... Uh, I, 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 I can say something what's wrong with Western this team, period. These guys... I, I, everybody just wanted to knock six, and nobody thinks. The first game, look what we lose by 11 runs. Just imagine if these guys go, they're pushing around the single when they come out until they get themselves in and can knock a six or four. Everybody coming, everybody wants to go to the top. And Mr. Dennis, don't ever, ever let me hear you say something about Jason Holder again. Jason Holder, bring us down. Wait, wait, wait. Jason Holder. He and Radman are the only one I see but really sensible in the game. If even to this game today, come in and he push around, he doesn't come in and try to fling at the ball. Coming around and hitting like a single here and there. Eleven runs the first game and now this one here. Just imagine these guys coming in and push around, push around, get like a single here and there. Hit the ball away from the feeler. Don't everybody the feeler don't have to even move sometimes. I mean, everybody wants to go over the top. And nobody think about when they, when you hit the ball on the ground, nobody can catch you. And they like a single here and there. If we take this up, we'd have a wonderful game on our hand. But everybody want to go over the top. Leon, may I? May I? May I? Virgil, you finish? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Go ahead, Dennis. Virgil, mm-hmm. Virgil, yes, I want to I want to publicly say to you that uh, about a week or so ago, I opined to uh, Leon that I have come to the realization that I owe Jason an apology. And so I'm saying based on his performance in these two uh, matches, he has shown that he still has something to offer to West Indies cricket. And in that light, I will continue to uh, push for his inclusion in the T20 series or format of the game where West Indies is concerned. So there is my apology there and my that, acceptance. That is question, question to you. Are you, are well, you saying that they... Go ahead. No. Yeah. So, uh, I, obviously somebody has uh, taken issue with what I've just said. No, no, I'm just going to ask your opinion, though. Uh, Go ahead. Let me finish. I'm glad you did that because I thought the same thing, too, because I, too, was very hard on him. But but, are you saying that you would would, want to take back your 
your comments and, and um, Craig Bradford. And second, uh, are you saying that you will 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 um, um, promote Jason Holder to bat higher in the batting order? Uh, well, the, the format of the West Indies team and the T20 format is quite fine with me the way it is because they bat right down to number 11 and they were quite capable of getting those runs. And uh, mm-hmm. let's be real. The problem I see with the West Indies is that uh, Joseph um, Virgil already enunciated that. West Indies batters must become more disciplined and they must learn that not every delivery can be and must be powered across the boundary. Many West Indian yep. batters fail to recognize that fact. I mean, Poran was yep. one last night who I admire Poran a lot, but his attempt to cross-pull from outside the off stump to deep mid-wicket or long off, and that was not the right shot for that ball. Instead, he should be playing it in front on the offside. West Indian yep. batters, as a rule, seem always to think that the only good shot in cricket has got to be one that they lift the ball and power it over the fence. And they're not as strong as Glenn Maxwell. So let's face the reality. Glenn Maxwell can do it because he's demonstrated his power, more so than the way the West Indians have done it. You know, they've done it, yes, but not with the same brute force as one Glenn Maxwell has done it. So tell me, always, is it really brute force or timing? What was that? Is it more brute force or timing? I think it's brute, blunt, blunt, brute force, Leon. Mm. All right, because Powell is, is as powerful as um, any. And so on, despite his size, are able to, is able to cover the boundary. But they chose the longest part of the field. The boundary as well. Oh, the, That's another factor. Yeah, so. Leon, what, yes. what I'm saying yes. is, yeah, Poran mm. can take it over the fence, but even the badly struck shot from Glenn Maxwell, because of the sheer brute force, will make it over the fence. Poran can make it over the fence too, but his mishits invariably do not go out of the park but end up in somebody's hand, gloves or hands. Back to you. Okay. Anybody else who wants? I may want to come with your comments. Um, yeah, I have a one. I'm, I, yeah, I'm going to commend Jason Holder, having two not outs in these two matches. I always believe in the senior players, them giving them rules to play. Now, we're blaming the batting, but I think we're making... <laughs> Enough runs there. Our bowling and feeling here, I think that's what letting us down. We're giving away too many runs. Russia should be no way finishing. Oh, 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 the last over. I mean, we used to have Bravo doing that for us. We need to identify people who can be finishers. Joseph Bowl is 16th over. I'm like, I would have thought that he would have been like a, maybe a finisher coming bowling the penultimate over, maybe the 19th over or the 20th over. Mm-hmm. So when you say they have to guess with Shepard and, and, and um, what's his name there? Russell. No, Russell is a doubly, doubly bowler. Then Powell come on in the ball one over. And that's not in Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So something's wrong. 
I, I, you know, they might have put hope to keep and, and let this, this guy bowl because um, Poem. I've seen Poem bowl of some spin there. Poem bowl well. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they have to they have to change that and I, I identify how the bowling is gonna is gonna go. Sammy was successful using Badri to open the, the thing and Bravo to finish. We need to get back to that kind of a formula that 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 we know what to expect. I was really surprised when when was the ball that last over. I was like, well, but, 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 this. The guy O'Neill um, is not so much effective. Has he taken a wicket in the T20? No. The, the, the no, the most spin bowler we have in the team. Hmm? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have a problem not having um, our leg spinner bowling. I mean, ah, we are playing. I, uh, okay. Walsh. Yeah. Walsh, yes. Yeah. I mean, Zampa is a big threat bowling the same way that he, that he bowls. Yeah. These guys might go for a couple of runs, but they're wicked takers. And they can always unsettle batsmen. Just get somebody at the other end, like a holder. If I was captain, if I know he's going to go for 10 and over, I'm going to have him bowl with a holder and ask holder, you just go for maybe four. So it's just 14 one between the two of you. And in the meantime, he's picking up a wicket in between. So they're hunting in pairs. It's not working out. So something something not working out there, Rosamund. I, I, I can't say Sammy because he's in he's the coach, yes, but he's in the pavilion. So on the field of play, one man don't have it right in the bowling department. He don't. Right. That's my I, I, Yeah, I, I well, tend to agree. Mm-hmm. Liam, I, I tend mm-hmm. to agree with the, with the comment that Ivor has made there. I find it extraordinary that on a wicket where we see the Australians opening with their two quick bowlers, we have West Indies opening with Akil O'Neill. And the point of it is that Akil, I'm not sure, is as effective on those green wickets as perhaps um, Aidan Walsh might have been. I thought Joseph last night bowled one of his finer oh, um, stretch, four over stretch for West Indies because he was able to attack the stumps more. But um, Shepard, I don't know. Shepard seems to have uh, lost his mojo and he's just not mm-hmm. performed at all in this series, either at the bat or with the ball. So is there no one else we can uh, chop, swap Shepard for? And as far as Russell's concerned, you know, with his level of experience, expertise and journeyman uh suitcase in every IPL around the world. I was very, very surprised and disappointed to see his bowling performance last night because he did not rise to the occasion. If anyone was going to rise to the occasion, Russell should have been the one. Yet Russell came on and did very, very badly on, 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 uh, on that situation last night. But all in all, you know, Australia are the one-day ODI champions, and I uh, suppose one should not expect that we were going to uh, be thrown in. But West Indies have come close enough to show us that if they only perform with a little more discipline, 
then we can overcome what it is that we're lacking in the bowling department. Back to you, Leo. Yeah, just for those who have not heard the scores, Australia, 241 for four. Glenn Maxwell, 130 of, I tell you, not, not out as well. He carries back. One, no, 120. Maxwell, 120. From 55 deliveries with 12 fours and 8 sixes. And a strike rate of 218.18. Weston is replied with 207 for 9. And they probably got uh, a wicked last. So who scored for Weston is? Well, Rubman Power came good. And I'm glad to see how Johnson Charles is batting. And we just hope that that uh, King can stay a little longer with him sometimes. And we have Robin Paul, 63, and then 37 from Andrew Russell, and 28 from Jason Holder. He was not out. So, folks, 207, West is scoring twice during the course of the last two matches. Over 200, and yet we're not able to bring home the bacon against Australia. Any questions? Any more, more comments? And uh, once again, let's the finals. Finals in the under-19, and they were manhandled by the Aussies. Australia... Let me say something on that then before you, you go over there. We have to give you to Maxwell. We saw what he did in the World Cup for Australia to win the... Um, the World Cup on one leg. So, yes. no surprise there. But we have to give it to him because now he has equaled mm-hmm. the most international um, centuries with Sean. They're both on five. And why am I going to give him the credit? Because this guy backs down the order. And in order for him to make 100, he has to do it within maybe 60, 65 balls. Whereas Sean, yeah. who got five, he starts from the top of the inning. So you, Maxwell is going as one of the greatest batsmen in um, 2020 cricket. Because yep. he scored five centuries batting down the order. That's not an easy feat. You know, his strike rate has got to be up there. And he mm. still has more to go. I, I just thought that should be, no, that should be noted. Yep. Yeah, that is a, is a tremendous knock. And um, we were able to, to at least give me a chance. None of the bowlers were able to do so. Oh, let's talk about the Aussies now. They are in good shape again against India. India once again reached the final and failed to, to deliver. Australia 253 for 7. In India 170, 174, all out in 43.5 overs. So a victory and the trophy, the championship. India are the champion, so Australia now has become the new champion on the on the nineteen. Questions, answers, anyone? Well mm-hmm. okay, right. I was gonna ask a question because I still need to find out both captains are over nineteen. When is the actual cutoff time? Oh yeah, both captain and both captain, they're, over, they're, they're mm. over 19, under 19, so oh. they must have met the criteria for the cutoff, whatever. 
And that, in a nutshell, is what happens when you rely almost exclusively on uh, one or two players to produce and others do not chop it. And we can look at it, which I hope, for example, if we look back at the West Indies. In the ODI series, Shai Hope was one who was very, very reliable, come to the wicket, get himself played in, and then taking off. In the T20, I don't know if he has the discipline to do that in T20s because he tries to change his game style, and as a result, he, he, he fails. So I'm simply saying when you rely too much heavily on one or two players to carry the weight, you end up failing if he or she or that player or two fails to, um, you know, have a good day that day. So that's possibly why India failed as badly as they did on that uh, series. Okay, back to you, Leon. Okay, one question before we move on from the West. Question is on Australia. Gentlemen, will you guys make any changes for the third quarter final match? Weatherford has done two matches. Weatherford. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I yeah, Weatherford. And Hayden Watch. No, Hayden Watch. Um, I would Hayden Watch should be included. Yes. I believe so. Hayden Watch should be included. Yeah. And I know. You see how Steve Smith can make Australia team because of his batting style? It's the same thing, I think, with Hope. We need, uh, we need, we need, unless Hope is going to open the inning, Hope can come down there and, and, and play in the middle, just like we can have Steve Smith come down for the 20 overs and push around. I know what Virgil is saying about the pushing around, but pushing around is for the openers who started and those guys up there. But you can't come down there chasing over 200 rounds and have somebody pushing around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I agree with Virgil. You can't be hitting the ball straight to fielders, though. No. But I, I see, I see, I see. Oh, Shai Hope was running. Uh, anybody saw that? He was running, well. man. <laughs> he was running, man. That's that's uh, who who batsman is here. So I don't think he he should be playing in the matches. He, he fed the fast bowlers. It's simple. I don't know. Mr. Francis, Mr. Francis, I think you have something from Shai because every time you talk about Shai Hope, right, you say Shai Hope shouldn't play it because he's running in Australia. I think that was just see that, that thing was planted in your glasses. So that's whenever you see Shai yeah. Hope, you see like Shai Hope is running. Shai Hope just no, play, Shai Hope play an innings that he should not, he should not, he just come out there, he should not just go after the ball like that. He shouldn't, he, I mean, that was a bad innings. He played just, 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 you, you know, you take your time and get yourself in. When the ball never hit, hit. But the first ball you come in, and the ball so high up there. But you know something, Ivor, talk about Radford. Man, the same way say Radford, right? But Radford get a ball that nobody could have played a ball. Like, that was one of the most beautiful ball Missy ball in that innings, man. The one that Radford get, man. The one that tear off the edge, just come in and swing away from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really feel sorry for him for that one. But the rest of them just play. They just come in and just knock ball up in the air like that, man. I mean, it's it's... And guys, then guys need to look how, as we said, look how close we come to the runs. Just imagine if you're out there, you knock a six and a four or whatever. But then when the ball, they come push around, push around, don't force it. Because most likely, once you knock it up in the, if you don't go for six, somebody will catch you. So if you don't, you can't put it for six. Don't, don't just knock one, hit one for six, hit the next one, and you're going for the next one. And the other ball could be 
the way how the bar pitch, you could be like a single or something. I'll leave the bar alone or something like that. I mean, the longer thing, the more runs you make. But we don't we don't see that. Everybody wants just like this power hit when the ball is not there. When the ball is there, I can understand. But somebody shouting them what the play is not no power hit ball because it's going to go up in the air. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. For the championship. Well, before you do that, Leon, one point. We, we said Hayden Walsh should be in the squad, and yes, I would put him in in place of um, uh, in place of Alzari. Not Alzari, I'm sorry. In place of... Um, oh, yes, oh, yes. I'm glad you mentioned Alzari. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Forgive me. But yeah. Alzari, performance has not fallen to this point. Go ahead. Make a point no. now. Yeah. He's not the vice captain. He's not the vice captain in this match, Leon. No, the vice captain is Shai Hope. Shai Hope. But anyway, he's performing with him as vice captain. He's bowling well. Yes, yes, yes. No, I I agree. (laughs) Uh, And I'm saying that Aiden Walsh Jr. should replace Akil Hossein, and I would uh, bring Ruston Chase in for Romario Shepherd. That is the two changes that I would make for the next T uh, Twenty squad. Uh, oh, who, who else they have there? No, who I else mean, they have I there? Would, I would. 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 I don't know. No. Huh? Has been bowling two overs and that's it. I don't know. Why they do that? So, but I don't mind him coming in, but he has to come in for Shai Hope, not Shepard. I'm not going to rule out Shepard. No, not, not Shepard. Yeah, not Shepard. He can feel, you know, he, he's a trier. But Shai Hope can come out for um, either but, but I, Miles I, I, I like or what you said first, though. I like what you said first. I like you say with, with two one. But if you, if, if, and see if he work, but it, we make make poor and well bring poor on the outfield and put shy hope behind, but that mightn't be. I don't know. But go ahead. Yes, because the guy can feel. I mean, poor and can mm. feel. I think he's a better feeler than, than hope. So, but it, but what I will do though, I will put hope out the team. Is a mild uh, chase in for him. I'm yes. putting putting Johnson Charles to keep and I am putting Poan in the field. Because Poan is a stronger fielder than yes. than um yes. than Johnson Charles. Not yes. too many balls go behind the keeper in twenty twenty. Not too many leave alone. Yes. So I yes. will put Johnson Charles to keep and put Poan in the field. You, you, you have field. to know to just mm. Yes, and save someone there. That's what I believe they should do. Yeah, not not bad. But you know, um Walsh is not in the T20 squad, of course. They no. Use him in the, no, he's not in the Did T20 he, squad. I think he's, he's in, in the T20 squad? He, no, he was in the ODI okay. squad, but he's not in the T20 squad. But I would certainly <laughs> have brought him in. Okay. It, it, the squad is yes, the players you saw last night, including Chase Mayers. And O'Shane Thomas. That's O'Shane the Thomas, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. the, three, the, the team that we saw last night is there, plus 
the Chase, Mayors, and O'Shea and Thomas. O'Shea and Thomas. Is Waterford and Hope will go for me? Waterford and Hope will go for me? And Mayors and Chase will come in. Yeah, yeah, I think there's no 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 problem there with us. No problem there with me. That's that's a good lineup. So let's go to the Western for the championship. Barbados versus the combined campuses and colleges. A win for Barbados by nine minutes. Barbados three forty four for eight and thirty five for one. Mr. Prime, your 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 phone gaggling or something like that. When you're talking, it's just like it's doing something. Um, I'm getting a bad reception from somebody on the line then. Yeah, I think it's coming from you where you're talking. Oh, yes. okay. I don't hear it okay. from nobody else, really. Okay. Let's Maybe. try that. Let's try that. No, I try that. No, 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 no. You have to put it on okay. the screen. No, put it on. Put, put, put the other phone on green. That's the only way you stop. I don't know who brought that in because I have it on green. But anyway, go ahead talk, gentlemen. Good idea. Continue speaking. You're so good, right here. Okay, so let's go again. Barbados, 344 for 8 and 35 for 1. They enforced the follow run, Virgil, and they made 185 and 193. Winning there by. Nine wickets. Come by Kansas, winning by nine wickets. I mean, Barbados winning by nine wickets. Want to take everything together? Give all the scores? One time. Mm-hmm. Lebanon, no, Jamaica. Jamaica, 159 and 234. Lebanon, 341 and 55 for one. Lebanon, one by nine wickets. Yes, still, still doing the same thing. Yeah, Leon, we... It's bad. Okay. Okay, let's put everybody on mute then. Everybody on mute. Put everybody on mute, Dennis, for me, Dennis. Except you and and when when you're talking. Because somebody is coming in from... Somebody have the lines open right there. Okay, wait a Go ahead talking, gentlemen. Go ahead talking, gentlemen. Go ahead talking. Don't let them dead feed. Go ahead talking. And I will do my end from here. Let's go ahead right. and talk in Barbados match. Mm. Okay. That's first of all Barbados match. Barbados, yes. In that Barbados match, the scores, if I'm not sure if you've given this already, the Barbados was 344 for eight declare. And in the first innings, the combined colleges and campuses they scored 185. In Barbados' first innings, Brathwaite uh, scored 7, uh, 84 from Jonathan Drake, 139 from Kevin Wickham. And that name, Wickham, rings a bell. I think he was one of the young, youngsters who recently performed in that uh, tour to Sri Lanka, if I'm not mistaken. Shane Dorich. 41, and in the bowling for the combined uh, colleges, wickets two for for 64 from Blades, one for 33 from Edmund Gustav Basta, and two from 
Motara, Zisha Motara, two wickets for Romario Greaves. In the uh, first innings for the combined campuses and colleges, um, Shakiri Paris, he scored 44, 59 from Jonathan Carter, uh, 28 from Demario Richards, and 14 from Jediah Blades. A total of 185 with uh, Keem Jordan, two wickets for 30. Uh, Jomel Warrikan, four for 29. Shame Older, three for 71. In the follow-on from Combined Colleges, follow-on, Kalicharan, Kirsten Kalicharan, 24. Jamar Brooks, 72. 47 from DeMario Richards, and that was the sum of it. They managed to score almost the same as they did in the first inning, uh, thanks to a uh, five-wicket haul, five for 69 from Shane Older, and three from Jomel, three for 16 from Jomel Warrican. So that left the uh, Barbados team to score just 35 to win the match. And Brathwaite scored a duck, and Mosley and Zakar McCaskey managed to take it home for 35 for one. So um, the next match would have been the uh, Leeward Islands against the West Indies Academy. And the Leeward Islands first innings was one thirty-seven, of which he had uh, 45 from Jeremiah Louis, uh, 28 from Terence Ward, 22 from Jamar Hamilton, and on the fifth department for the West Indies Academy. Joanne Lane, a name we recognize from the youth, uh, 218, two for 18, my apologies, Naeem Young, two for 52, Joshua James, three for 11. And West Indies Academy first innings were 177, Becky Joseph, 42, 48 to Joshua Bishop, and 19 to Akeem Bruce. And in the bowling, the uh, Jeremiah Louis, 5 for 29, Javier Spencer, 3 for 43, and the West Indies Academy were bowled out for 177. In the second innings of the Leeward Islands, the total was 232 all out, and uh, Michael Louis 55, Kofi James 35, Jamar Hamilton 70, and Terence Ward 33 runs were the top run scorer. And in the bowling department for the West Indies um, Academy. We had Joanne Lane, 3 for 45, Naeem Young, 2 for 48, um, Ashmead Ned, 2 for 66, 
and Joshua Bishop was three for 33. West Indies Academy second innings, uh, Kadim Alain 57, Mbeki Joseph 43, August, Akim August 22, and 41 from Joshua Jade. They scored West Indies Academy 195 for five, uh, winning with Mark by five wickets. So those were two and three because the only remaining match, somebody is shuffling papers back there, making a lot of noise. Um, match four was Trinidad and Tobago against Guyana. Well, Trinidad and Tobago batted for 81 overs, scoring 215 for four, with Jason Mohammed 100 not out, and a 50 to Tion Webster. But um, the bowling there was uh, Rumsford beaten two for 39 wickets and Verasami Permal two for 40. I think there must have been a rain event or some rain. other event. Rain. There must have been. Sorry? Rain. Rain. Rain must have interrupted the match because there were no other plays. So that match ended up with no results. But those are the four matches, the first four matches that have been played in the four-day championship. And I think the next series will be a starting in a couple of days. Am I correct, Leon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had to thank Donna. Donna was our investigator to find out why Kyron Powell was not included in the Western side. And she brought back the, the fact that he's in England studying. Okay. Thank All you, right. Donna. She's not responding. He, he got, so. uh, she, he, he got permission. He asked for time off, and it was granted. So I'm sure they missed him. Mm. At least the West Indies team. Thank you. Him. Okay. You know, I wasn't hearing for a while there. I don't know what's going on with the sound. Yes, yes. Oh. We had some issues there. We had some issues, but we tried to rectify it. It yeah. seems to be back now. Mm. Yeah. All right. Any comments, any comments, any any point of interest in the four-day championship? Jamaica and the Leewards went down badly. Badly, yes. I, well, yeah. Leeward put up a bit of a struggle, but Jamaica did not seem to have uh, brought their A team or their A game. And so it's a disappointment, but let's hope that this is uh, dusting off the you know, the the promotion and they'll do better. I'd expected more from Blackwood and Bonner because neither of them really perform. I think Blackwood Bonner may have uh, done a little better in the second innings, um, but uh, it certainly did not do very well in the first Jamaica. Did not. But, you know, what is surprising to me, Leon, is Jeremy Solozano for Trinidad and Tobago. If we all remember two years ago, Jeremy was, was on his way on his way to making the West Indies match until they asked him to field in that silly mid on position where he got badly injured from a strike. And uh, you know, 
that may well have cost him his position career. Or, in, or possibly his career as far as West Indies is concerned. So he has a long road to crawl back into recognition. And, you know, I do wish that they would stop having people, you know, players fielding in those silly mid-on positions because I don't think that the danger that it poses fielding there is worth the result, the end result that, uh, you know, a, a wicket. I really don't think so. So I hope that maybe somebody will learn something from that and put an end or a stop to that kind of a situation. Back to you, Liam. Question. Do you guys feel that Guyana Happy Eagles or will include Jamar Joseph in their lineup, seeing that he's now healed up for this tournament? Well, well, why would they not? I don't think the guy that he can't heal already, man. That's what broken no. toe, man. You can't heal already, man. So I don't think they'll, they'll play him now, man. Well, no, but the question is, should he be included? Of course he should. If he's fit. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Why? Why not, Virgil? No, no, no. Virgil, it, the toe was not broken. Remember, that was revealed from the x-ray. The toe wasn't broken. So what they said he happened to his toe? Bruise and cut. Bruise, because he batted in that soft shoe and the ball yeah. struck him directly on the toe. Well, that's what they believed at the time. The believe at the time, but the, remember, they, they, they took it for X-ray and the X-ray yeah, proved that he didn't have a fracture. If they took him for X-ray and after he come back, the X-ray had to show if it's broken or not. So why would yeah. they say it's broken? No, that was the belief at the time when he hobbled off the pitch. I, and I think what Leon is saying, X-ray subsequently showed that he was not, he did not suffer a broken toe, but maybe a very badly bruised one. Yeah, yeah, but no, I'm saying when he came back, he wasn't supposed to play, and when he goes, that's what I'm talking about. When they was, when he was undefeated and they was announcing everything, when he was bowling, they were still saying it was a broken toe. So, because I they mean, didn't know they... Otherwise, they're putting out false information. No, no, not false, but that at the time, that was the best guess they had, and they went with it because he was struck <laughs> on the toe. And that yeah, but I understand what you're saying about He went to the hospital, he was in the hotel. He came back out, so they should have information what was wrong with him. Okay. At this point, it matters very little. He's not fit. He's not fit. And, uh, well, whatever it is, I just hope he gets better soon. That's all. Yes, yes. Okay, South Africa versus New Zealand or New Zealand versus South Africa. In the first and only test match. New Zealand, 5'11", and 179 for four. South Africa, 162 and 247. As expected, did you feel they were overwhelmed, meaning South Africa with a B team to uh, play against? <laughs> Anybody comment? Anyone comment? Anyone? Well, Clearly, Leon, uh, South Africa sent down the B squad because they had to um, recoup some uh, funds because their A team was back in South Africa playing in their IPL-style T20 matches. 
So they sent the B squad down to New Zealand and the B squad performed like the B squad and uh, the New Zealanders A squad performed like the A squad. So we should be surprised when we see 511 to New Zealand and uh, New Zealand then took full advantage, even though they had a lead of some 300 runs, they took the advantage of uh, batting again rather than enforcing the follow-on, which I thought perhaps they did in order to prolong the game so that spectators wouldn't demand their money back, as is why they went on to bat again from having scored 5-11, they went on to score another 179 runs, which meant that they scored, what, pretty much almost 700 runs and bowled South Africa out for 162 and 250, which is a victory by 281 runs. So, again, the question is, too many IPL-style matches are being organized around the time when other matches should be played, so something needs to be done. Regular race. What's going on? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, South Africa, T20 Championship, that's what it's called. Um, the Sun Rises Eastern Cape versus Durham Band. A Durban Super Giant final. Um, Sunrises Cape won by 89 runs. 204 for, for three. The Sunrises Eastern Cape versus the Durham or Durban Super Giant. Winning by some 89 runs, having been bowled out for 115 as opposed to. Chasing 204 for three. Was it a mismatch final? Um, Well, I don't know that you would call it a mismatch, Leon, because from the very start of the South African tournament, the the Sunrisers Eastern Cape has been uh, really right up there at the top of the... um, the table at certainly not maybe not the very first match, but they've certainly rose to dominate the, um, the, the the final table, and Super Giants was right behind them and the, to the finish. But in the um, final match, all full credit goes to um, Sunrisers, whose five batters who came to the crease all had a strike rate above 150 mm-hmm. and. So that shows why they scored 204 runs. And the, the bowling team from Durban did not seem to have what it takes because only Maharaj managed to get two wickets for 33 runs in that uh, situation, whereas the, um, the Eastern Cape, they're inning the Super Giants. Sorry, I should say the Super Giants. It's the Eastern Cape one, Durban Super Giants. Their team just failed to um, to perform. Two batters, or maybe three, got into double figures. Mulder 38, Pretorius 28, and of course 18 from Britsky, who had been very um, much on form, scoring a lot of runs in the early um, rounds, and he failed to do so this time round. Once again, showing that you know you can't rely totally on one or two players because when they fail, the whole team fails. But 
Marcus Alla Quentin Dickock. He only made three. Right. And we have um, Marco Johnson at his finest. What a performance. Five for 30 in four oh, overs. He is, is a rising star, man. He's rising, yes, rising, rising. And, of course, okay. he did very well in the batting department in earlier, in the previous match where they went from into the semifinal match. He did very well. So a rising England star. Versus, England versus India. Two test matches have gone. England won by 28 runs. And Australia, uh, England, hear me. England winning the first by 28 runs. India winning the second by 106 runs. Comment, gentlemen. Anyone wants to talk about the first or the second? How many felt that India, England could have made the total to overhaul the Indians on the final day? Anybody want to say anything on that? I thought it was... Virgil? Is Virgil still with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, but I didn't oh. hear the question. Oh, yeah, okay, the question was whether or not anyone felt that England could have overhauled India's score to win the second match, the second test. They won the first by a mere 28 runs. And in the second, they were, we, we are iffy whether or not England could have made the runs in the final two days, but it wasn't to be. They were bowled out. England. Yeah, I give them until the fourth day, but I think everybody will say it done. But it did done in three days' time. I thought they were the whole out until, but I mean, it was one wondering bowling by um, Boomer. India. Yes, wonderful, wonderful bowling. So, I gotta get the credit out of the bowling. Yes, but it was a good game. A good game between both teams. So, um, well, Leon, I, yeah. I was the one. I thought that uh, England, England, like the West Indies priorly in their match against Australia, they had three days with no pressure, time in the world to get in there, sit on it, and play, but I, I have a feeling their new performance, the baseball or whatever, however it's pronounced, <laughs> performance like that is not going to win them many matches uh, in situations like we saw there in India. Not to take away from the performance of the Indian bowlers because they were right, they're very competitive and doing what was needed to be done. But England has to think twice about their um, how they are approaching their, their 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 matches. Joe Root previously was one of those players you couldn't stop from scoring runs, and yet Joe Root, in my opinion, has failed to live up to his past glory in this particular Test match here. So something needs to be done. England needs to go back to the drawing board and look at what they're doing. Uh, back to you, Lee. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned Root and you pick him out early because he, he cannot play that basketball cricket. <laughs> he accustomed to hook and, and pull and reverse sweep, but he's not able to maintain that style of batting. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be the anchor role, I guess, and others play around him. And if push comes to shove, he he, he save a game, but not 
to tell him to go and chase. I don't think that is his role. But can we can we ask Hyacinth what the feeling and the talk is in England about um Oh sure. About on, uh, in the, the England. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think what are you here what are you hearing in England about the English performance losing that test match in India? Anything? Not really. <laughs> no not really. I haven't really been yeah, talking to anyone about it. No. Well, not much. I thought I thought they was going to do it actually. I watched yeah. it but yeah. I thought they might have had a chance. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. Oh, oh, Sri Lanka? First ODI, they won that by 42 runs, and the first test match, Sri Lanka won by 10 wickets. Anybody saw those matches or want to comment? On the Afghanistan showing against. As they tore Sri Lanka, they Afghanistan seem to have um, not able to send their full strength again. Um, they had no. yeah, and they were beaten by ten wickets in the Test match, the one the one and only Test match. And in the first ODI, they went down by by. 42 runs. 42 runs. 42 yeah. runs. 42 yeah. runs. Yeah. You know, 42 but that was a high, that was a high scoring match for uh, ODI, Leon. I mean, Sri Lanka scoring 381 for three with Nisanka is first, I think, is first double century. First double century, 210, double century, not, 210. Out. Mm-hmm. not out. Not and, out. Uh, yeah. And... But of course, we have to give credit. To, I mean, Afghanistan came back with 339 for six, with uh, wow. Omar Zai 149 not out, and Nabi 136. So, although Sri Lanka won this by 42 runs, the fact that nearly 800 runs were scored in an ODI match suggest to me that they were playing on very small, at least smaller ground or playing area than, uh, than what is traditional because I could not see both teams scoring that many runs in a 50-over session because if you think about it, that over rate, the run rate in per over had to be pretty high. So I think it's a smaller ground. Not that I have any proof that that is the case, but that's my uh, yeah, it, it's also the first double century by a Sri Lankan batter. 210. The closest yeah. was uh, Jarosaria. He made 189. And uh, Taranga, 174. And Sangakara, 169. And then Dilishan make 161 not out. And then Dilishan again, 160 not out. And Dilishan again make 160 out. So it's a milestone for Nisanka. 210 not out, my goodness. Against the venue. Okay. Any questions? Any comments? Can we see now? Well, we have the the ILT 
international league out there in Sharjah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is yeah. winding down probably another four or five matches until they get to the final stages. Um, it's interesting because in that in that um, ILT matches we had there are quite a few West Indians playing uh, in in that uh, series. Russell was playing there, Holder was playing there, Narine, you know, Poran, Fletcher, Rutherford, so Hetmeyer, all those guys have been playing out there in charge. Some of them are still there. Uh, that match is almost ready for the final. Another two or three, another two or three matches uh, to, to to finally wrap that that one up. I don't know. If you want to give individual scores there, um, Leon, but no, let's move on. We only had 20 minutes more, you know, that we finished at six, right? Yes. So just to tell the folks about the ICC World Test Championship, the point standing as it is at this point, New Zealand mm -hmm. are on 24 points. They are listed number one with 24 points, mm -hmm. while Australia has 66 points and are listed as second or because the number of matches versus the wins. So they have played some 10 matches while New Zealand have played three matches. So the point and the percentage or the percentage PCT. Yes, it's, based, it's based on a percentage, the percentage of, the of the matches you played. Mm. You played rather than the number of wins that you get. Plus, you of get, course, yes, that's correct. Points mm -hmm. point deducted for slow overrates and so on. And it works. So at this point, Australia played some 10 matches. They have six wins. They lost three, and they draw one. And uh, their points are 66 points. But the PCT is 55 as opposed to New Zealand, who has 66.66. In third position are India with the 52.77 PCT. And Bangladesh, they are fourth, the 50.00% PCT. Pakistan is on fifth with 36.66 PCT. And West Indies are sixth with a 33.33 PCT. And also, on the same amount of points, uh, South Africa with 33.333. And at the bottom of the cellar, uh, not the bottom, but the tables, it is um, England. England are eight with 25.00 PCT. And in the ninth position... No, they, I, they haven't see, I haven't seen that part of it. But just to give you guys a, a, um, an insight as, as to how well the Westerns are, they are not at the bottom, but they are up from the bottom. Yeah. Now, no. how many matches has each team played? Can you England? How many matches? I can tell. England, England have played seven matches. They West won East. three and they lost three. Mm -hmm. South Africa played three, one, one, and lost two. Mm. West Indies played four. They win one, they lost two, and draw one. 
So that's why Weston is getting another point because he drew one and win one. Mm-hmm. Then Pakistan, they have one, played five, one, two, lost three, and they uh, 36.33, 36.66. Um, Bangladesh played two, one, one, and one, a lost one. They are on 50 PCT. So just, just to, for us to just take note of what's going on. And I, uh, earlier I mentioned, I don't know how many of you heard me, Jamal Joseph, the Western East Pacer, has been named to, as a replacement for Mark Wood in the Lochner Super Giants squad for the upcoming India Premier League. Joseph will replace LSD. Will will replace will join LSD, and he will get a a purse of three row, three crow rather, three crow. I don't. That's the equivalent to how many dollars? Uh, I have no idea right yeah. now, Liam. But it's a lot of money. I know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good it's thing. A, it's a <laughs> lot of money. I'm glad he get a pick. Uh, so, um, Wood, Wood is the one he has replaced, and uh, Mark Wood from England. And they said it's not clear why Mark would pull out of the the IPL. But I'm glad for the youngster get some money to build his home. I thought by no guy now would have um, announced that they give him a parcel of land. Or, or build a house for him. Well, he soon Any questions? Build, he soon will be able to build his own house. He will give you land, but not build a house for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but you know, my one comment. But you guys are. Ivor, you are calling Ivor. Go ahead. I'll come in after. No, no. Go ahead. I, I don't think Ivor is on with us. Ivor. Are you still? Yeah, still there. Oh, yes, he's still with us, yeah. Mm. yeah. Any comments from you, Ivor, anything? Um, no, not at this time, no, no. I just wait for the closing. Leon, you know, my 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 thinking is that, yes, I'm very happy for uh, Shamar. He has shown that he has the making of a super superstar. But somebody once said, one sparrow does not a summer make. So not trying to pour cold water on his achievements, but I hope we are not putting all our eggs in one basket right at this stage. We need to Uh, see him grow and develop, and it's possible that this year, you know, if he goes in in the IPL, who knows how it will affect his subsequent performance, how it might change him. So while I'm not uh, trying to pull court, I'm very happy for him. But is it too soon for him to think about IPL? I think, think, though, that he may not get a lot of playtime. That's what I feel. Oh, okay, well. Well, why would I feel so, to... but you know they may use him in key key matches. Let me see who's on here. Oh, Audley's in. Let's bring in Audley. Oh, okay. goodness. Go ahead, talking. My thing is. Uh, okay. Welcome. 
Welcome, Orly. Welcome. Uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Right. I'm, I'm on my way home, so I say let me call in, and hopefully the quality is not too bad. I close all my windows. I'm driving home. So, yes. yeah, I, I, heard, I heard you said something about Mark who went home, and you don't know why. Um, but he was recalled by, by by the English Cricket Board to come home. Mm, okay. Okay. Did you get that? Yeah, yes, we got that. Mm. Yeah, he was recalled by by the cricket, English Cricket Board, so that's why Tamar Jobs has got got the opportunity to play IPL. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Which team are you um, putting your 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 bets on? I know you're not a betting man. Is it the right, San Francisco you know Four? I the want the defending champion. I want the defending champions to repeat. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, we had three people who voted and voted for the same team. Mm-hmm. Wonder if that is okay. the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody else want to? Nobody knows. Well, does everybody think that this is a wise move for Shamar Joseph to go to IPL this year? I I think, I think so. He, he's young. He's young, he's fresh, he has not played a lot of cricket. And um, as you, you have already, um, the statement you already made, um, Dennis, is that um, we don't want to put too much pressure on him. The, the fact is, he, he started with such a bang that we are yes. always looking for him to be blowing away everybody, and it may not turn out that way. So we are hoping uh, the fact that they... they the IPL, the T20 is just four overs, so you can bowl four straight if necessary. Or mm. if you have to bring him back and, you know, it's a different game from test cricket. But uh, I'm, yes. I'm hoping that he'll go there and perform well and um, continue to grow from, from strength to strength. Mm. Well said. I think, I think the important thing is that he will learn a lot. He has a lot to learn. Despite his um, success, he, he needs to learn more and by him mingling with these guys and bowling against those guys he can he can he can learn a lot and improve because there's gonna come a time that he will be bowl, bowling better and his the results will, might be worse and then he will you know go astray. But yeah. I think yeah, you know when I got get, Leon, when right. I got my driver's license, when I got my driver's license, and that's many years ago, I was told that now you're going to learn to drive. And believe me, that is so true, because after you get a license, you go on the street, you have to start driving for every other madman on the street. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to stay alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yep. to stay alive. Yep. So it's the same thing with, with Joseph right now. He's young and fresh and blowing away everybody, but now he's now he's going to be really getting to the meat of things and he'll have to, you know, navigate to when, when, when things are going right and how he's going to find his way back out of it. But I'm, I'm so happy for the young man. So happy for him, man. Me too. I too. I too. Well, anyone saw the welcome we got from, from the guy? Yes. Yes. Back home. Yes. 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 He was given... The, a neck ride. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wish him well. I hope he can come back and repeat. 
for the Western Six? One thing I noticed, Leon, is that he's not in the mold of the, who you'd call the tearaway fastballers where height is concerned. But he's not, he's not short either, but he's not the tallest of, uh, of bowlers. And um, mm-hmm. I remember Malcolm Marshall. Mar- yes. Marshall was not in any giant, and he was a guy that everybody had trouble with. So I'm hoping when I when I saw that I'm saying I hope he come up with the mode of a, a, the mode of a Malcolm Marshall and, and mm-hmm. you know get the ball to skin and do everything that he's doing because the fact that he's so successful in the in the beginning um, it's gonna be a different thing from no one because videographers videography all those guys are, you know that rerunning his um <laughs> you know his run up how he holds the ball and everything. So sooner or later, they're going to be able to read him better. You know, when he's young and fresh, he, he, nobody really have anything, any background to say, hey, this is what he's going to come with and whatever. So now he's going to show what he's really made of because he's going to be studied inside out, every way possible, from now on. Yeah. Okay. Well said, sir. All right, 10 minutes. Ago. Can we, we, sh- we, we wrap up now because it's almost six and that's the time for us to end. So why, why don't we call on High Seas? High Seas, say your final words. And... Well, I just want to say thank you each and every one of you for a wonderful evening. And now you can sit down and get ready for your Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm back in the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs. Oh, oh, you don't even know who they are. You're the back. I don't even know who they are, but that's the ones I'm back here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have a blessed evening and have a wonderful week. Take care. Enjoy the game. Take care, too. Yes, okay. Take Donna, take how about you, dear? Thank you, folks. Donna, come on in, Donna. Yes, yes I was on mute there. Yes, mm-hmm. once again, I didn't get much of the show today. I was in and out, but what yeah. I got, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly. you guys have a blessed week. Yeah, thanks for your reporting okay. to us and giving back some useful information. Oh, who's up pick for okay. Super Bowl? Who's up pick for Super Bowl? Kansas oh. City Chiefs. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to win. I'm happy. I know nothing about football, but I'm backing the winner. <laughs> I told you yeah. that's where you're from. You're backing whom, Jay? Jose? Uh, the, the winner. winner. The winner. winner. The winner. <laughs> 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 what about Simon? Simon, uh, whom are you backing? And say your goodbyes. Simon once. Simon twice. Simon, three times. Yes, okay. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, your final words. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a very wonderful show, as usual. We learned quite a lot from it. And I hope everyone will have a wonderful week this week. And looking forward to seeing you next week, Sunday, at the regular time, which would be at 6. Have a wonderful week all. Good night. Super Bowl. Good night. Simon, who are you? Picking for the Super Bowl. Oh, I don't know about it. I don't understand it. That's why, but okay. Right. Me and you in the same boat. Just, just say you're back in the winner, and that is good enough. Okay, I'm back in the winner. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm going along with um, Francis. You're back in the winner. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same team. 
Uh, How about you, Aiva? Aiva and Daniel. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm driving at this time, but at least, yeah, Kansas City for me all the way. Good. Uh, wow. uh, I forgot <laughs> my granddaughter's birthday. All they was there to remind me. Alia, happy birthday, my little granddaughter. Yeah. Last one, so. Ali, you must come in a little earlier to remind me of these things. I'm like Virgil. I had the Virgil syndrome. I forgot. Virgil, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you, for you to mention the young man's name again and tell just say his name for us again on the show. Rakim Carlton. Rakim Carlton. Yes, he's featured on our Rakim. website this week. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. My final thing on the West Indies there, I think I don't want to bunt up my ace fast bowler, so I'm going to rest Alzar with Joseph. I know we want to win 3-0, but I'll give Thomas a, a, a do here and tell Alzar with Joseph. Take a rest. Yeah. So you can't wait to stop these guys. Just take a rest. We can't win the series again, and we have a whole big tournament coming up there, World Cup. So it's time for him to sit back and put his feet up. And that's coming back home to play the Leeward Island side, man. <laughs> they want help. Well, yeah, but that's four days. Four days. He wants to concentrate now on 2020. 2020. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, you know, you know if, you, if he thinking like wait. me, he wouldn't want to rest at all. <laughs> so now you go on and practice and work out some things. Just keep bowling four overs now. Only four overs mm-hmm. in the 20 overs. So yeah. Go ahead and bowl four overs. Four and two. Against all okay. day long. That, that's what he ought to be doing right now. Yep. Yeah, well, all the okay. best, gentlemen. Make it a great week. Valentine's okay. coming up there. Make it a, a, a love, a love one. Lady in Red, Leon, mm-hmm. don't forget that. Coming up on no, Wednesday. Lady in Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yes, that's I your wife's favorite song, Lady in Red. Lady in Red, yeah, yeah. I yes. got some, I got some, I got a party to go to. Yeah. Come on in, Dennis, and give the shout out on Dennis. Well. Ask Audley to finalize. Okay, well, finally, before the time goes. Well, until you have heard the inspirational hour on the Caribbean Global Voices, this is entertainment like you have never heard. The bestest entertainment show in USA. So join the Caribbean Global Voices entertainment show on Saturdays. Starting at 9 a.m. until 12 Eastern, or calling at 1563-999-3693. So the inspirational hour on the Caribbean Global Voices every Saturday. Audley, your final words. Yes, gentlemen. I'm I'm in very very late on circumstances beyond my control. So um, just want to say have a wonderful wonderful week all. And uh, next week, God willing, we'll get back to the regular time. Have a great day. Thank you so much, yeah. Thank you so Leon, much. Good night, Mr. Leon, McKenzie. Leon, let me give the blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. That's where you should spend your inspirational hour on Saturdays. Back That's to you, nice. Leon. Good night, all. Good night, all.
in the beginning of the movie morning, so shall it 